Well, you'll know the result by now. 27-13 to the French in the opening match of the World Cup between France and the All Blacks. What do we make of it? Gavin Mears is the award-winning rugby correspondent for the Daily Telegraph. He is in Paris and he joins us now. Hi, Gavin. Good evening. Good evening here from a very hot and humid Paris and a, a very, very emotional night as well. We've seen a sort of stunning second half display by France um, and uh, it's really set this tournament to light. It's, I guess, what the home crowd wanted, but probably not what many of your listeners were, were hoping for uh, in terms of the result. And I guess a sign of the statement of intent, really, by the hosts. Yeah, they certainly did come out, although... I mean, that first try by the All Blacks, the All Blacks obviously hoped that they'd, you know, stun the French into some kind of submission, but it didn't work out like that. It was a fantastic first try there, wasn't it? It was a stunning opening. I think you couldn't have hoped for a more, I, I guess, perfect execution of skill and a sort of rapier instinct. And, and that really did stun the crowd here. Um, it had been a very emotional charged um, build up to the kickoff. I think it was 93 seconds before the, the try came. But the rest of the first half was very edgy from both sides. I think the pressure of the occasion seemed to get to both teams. And, and, and also the context here, it, it was almost 30, 31 degrees, uh, despite the late evening kickoff, very humid conditions. And it made handling very, very difficult. And I think we saw that a very edgy first half. It finished 9-8 to France. Uh, the All Blacks looked to have taken control again with a second try at the start of the second half. But as we saw, really, I think France uh, just found that engagement. Their fans got their power plays. They had dominated the scrum, surprisingly, from my point of view, um, all night. And with, with Ramos kicking penalties, Building scoreboard pressure on the All Blacks. Really, they were quite a ragged outfit in the last in the last ten minutes, and and France really swept swept them away. We gave away so many penalties, Gavin. No, sorry. Just could you just repeat that? I just lost you with the background noise here. We we gave away so many penalties. That was disappointing. It was. It was, and I think um, I think we saw. I think we saw France really going after the All Black scrum. And, uh, you know, uh, that that surprised me, that, that their ability to win penalties there. And as you say, Will, Will Jordan's yellow card um, for a sort of reckless tackle really at that point just allowed France to take a really tight grip of the contest and build scoreboard pressure and then just play a territory game, which we've seen the All Blacks do to the opposition team so many times but this time it was them on the receiving end and they just couldn't find an answer in this incredible atmosphere at the Stade de France. Were you surprised? Did you think the All Blacks would play better? I did. I did. I, I, I had a feeling um, that the pressure of the occasion could really get to France and I thought, although the All Blacks had, had that heavy defeat by the Springboks recently, um, my sense was that they had been quietly getting about their business. They had been really, really targeting this game to lay down a big marker and actually, you know, put put the pressure on France's hosts. France lost their first game here 16 years ago, the last time they hosted the World Cup to Argentina. 
And I think the All Blacks, I thought, would have a really good hard go. And we saw moments, I mean, the scoreline probably ultimately flatters France a little bit because uh, the, the, you know, the two late tries and, and the manner of, of the All Blacks having to play with 14 men. But ultimately, this is, this is a pretty seismic result. I think both these teams will still comfortably qualify for the quarterfinals and, you know, could yet meet in the final. But it's the reaction of the All Black side now to the manner and the size of this defeat will be critical to their hopes. Um, the French coach, Fabien Gaultier, has been credited with revolutionising Les Bleus. Has he? And if so, how? It's been a fantastic job. Um, it's really been one of the most, um, I, I could know, emphatic sort of um, development projects. You might remember back sort of four, four years ago, France had a terrible Six Nations campaign in 2019. They, they finished with two wins from five in fourth place. And from that moment on, they just set about a complete rebuilding job. Galtier has been able to draw on a tremendous youth system here in France. France, the, the under-20s have won the World Championships for three times. They're, the French top 14 league now has a lot more of a French influence. It used to be dominated by overseas talent. Now, with the cap on, on, on foreign players in the league, you've seen France develop their own players. You've seen them really build a strong connection with the French public beyond the sort of traditional rugby heartlands. And they've done everything they can to get themselves right for this World Cup. And, and, and you have to say, from what we've seen tonight, they're going to take some stopping. Yeah, I. it needs to be said that either France or New Zealand can still win the Cup. They just go on to play someone pretty hard in the next round, right? Absolutely. Both sides find themselves in a very difficult side of the pool, uh, the, of the draw at this World Cup. It's very lopsided with with the likes of Ireland, Scotland, South Africa also on this side. But realistically, I would expect that both France and New Zealand will at least get to the semi-finals. And, you know, if, if the All Blacks can uh, sort of They've got some serious injury problems. That they lost Sam Kane going in uh, to the kickoff here tonight, and I think that's one of the one of the, the standout things here. From looking from the northern hemisphere to the south, is just maybe New Zealand don't seem to have the same depth that they, they once had. And uh, but if they can recover, and if they can, uh, they will learn a lot from this defeat. And uh, if they can do that, this could yet be the dry run for the final. Who's your team? I know you're from the north of Ireland, obviously, but does that make is the Irish team the North Plus era? It is. It's an All Ireland side, okay. yes, and it's been one one of the the great things of all our troubled islands. Indeed, that rugby's been a, a uniting factor for for all of us. How do you rate um, it? Oh, sorry, I just lost you again. There. How do you? How do you? How, it's a jubilation in Paris. Is that what it is? How do you rate it the is. Ireland side in the World Cup? Ireland, Ireland, um, probably have their best chance yet. Of of really, they've never incredibly never gone beyond the quarterfinals. Um, 
they've had their moments, but they've had plenty of heartbreak. And I think, um, you know, at the minute, uh, you would probably find most Ireland fans are still very pessimistic because of that past history. But the facts are they go into this tournament as the number one side, at least in the rugby world rankings. They've won the Grand Slam Six Nations this year. And they probably uh, have much greater depth. That's certainly been their their problem going into the knockout stages in previous tournaments. But uh, this time they look to have at least two options for each position. Their problem is going to be getting out of their pool with South Africa and Scotland in the pool. And if they do, they'll either meet the All Blacks or, Fra- or France in the quarterfinals. Uh, so it's going to be a very, very tough road for Ireland. But um, if they're ever going to do it, this is, this is the tournament, I believe. Certainly France appear to be the team to beat. Um, they've got Antoine Dupont, who's described, he's the captain, he's described as the world's greatest something or other. What is he? Scrum half. Is he the world's greatest scrum half? Incredible. I, 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 he, he, he is, in my opinion, and I, I wrote a piece midweek for The Telegraph, really, um, comp- you know, we all remember, what an incredible impact Jonah Lowe had for the All Blacks back in the 1995 World Cup. And each tournament tends to have, or f- at least start or finish with a poster boy, someone who's really stood out. And, and uh, rather strangely, he was quite subdued tonight, um, whether that was the pressure of the occasion as, as France captain, but he is an incredible talent. Scrum half is a really important position in French rugby, uh, les petits général, as they call it. And he is just so multifaceted in his abilities. He's got sizzling sidesteps. He can kick off both feet. The small man. Whoop. Just lost you a bit there, but we're nearly out of time. Thank you, Gavin. Uh, and... Um, I think we'll see much, much more of them in the weeks to come. There you are. Are you staying in Paris for the duration? I am on a train tomorrow morning going to Marseille to see uh, England play against Argentina. Uh, so, And then on uh, Sunday, I'll also be covering Scotland against the Springboks. So it's a busy weekend, but a fantastic weekend of rugby. You enjoy yourself. Thank you. Gavin Myers, who is the Telegraph? chief rugby correspondent um i just think any team who's got somebody called jelly bear playing for them it's got to be great right